Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. Our title this morning is He Will Thrust Out the Enemy. Deuteronomy 33:27. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. And he shall thrust out the enemy before thee, and shall say, Destroy them. Perilous times are before us. Everyone who has a knowledge of the truth should awake and place himself, body, soul, and spirit, under the discipline of God. The enemy is on our track. We must be wide awake on our guard against him. We must put on the whole armor of God. We must follow the directions given through the spirit of prophecy. We must love and obey the truth for this time. This will save us from accepting strong delusions. God has spoken to us through his word. He has spoken to us through the testimonies to the church and through the books that have helped to make plain our present duty and the position that we should now occupy. The warnings that have been given, line upon line, precept upon precept, should be heeded if we disregard them, what excuse can we offer? The sinner is exposed to eternal death until he finds a hiding place in Christ. And as loitering and carelessness might rob the fugitive of his only chance of life, so delays and indifference may prove the ruin of the soul. Satan, the great adversary, is on the track of every transgressor of God's holy law, and he who is not sensible of his danger and does not earnestly seek shelter in the eternal refuge will fall a prey to the destroyer. He who curbed the lions in their den and walked with his faithful witnesses amidst the fiery flames is just as ready to work in our behalf to subdue every evil in our nature. He turns no weeping contrite one away. Hmm. Still thinking about that sentence we just read that tells us the enemy is on our track. The name Satan means adversary. He is our adversary. We were warned to put on the whole armor of God. If we want to know what methods he uses to divide and separate us from God and from our brethren, perhaps we could get a clue by seeing what armor God has given us. And if we know what God is protecting, we can know what Satan is aiming at. His armor protects, first of all, uh, gird up our loins, our loins. Number two, our breast. That's the breastplate. Number three, our feet. Um, number four, our body. That was the body shield. Uh, and five, our mind. And for defense against attack, he's given us his word as a sword. So let's just take them one at a time. So girding the loins is like saying, man up, go to the battle. Number two, the breastplate protects the heart and the lungs. And number three, the feet carry us to fields of service with, with the gospel of peace. And number four, our body gives us strength to serve through health. Number five, our mind is the deciding factor for service. And number six, our speech serves for God or evil. Now let's see what we can make of it. Okay, number one. Uh, Satan may attack us by taking away our ability to man up, 
as an example, there was Peter. He manned up. He pulled his sword on the high priest's servants in the garden in Gethsemane. But by the fire, he was intimidated by peer pressure, and he denied Christ. Well, peer pressure is a tool that can be used against us. We have to man up and be ready to face that. Uh, number two, our heart and lungs are our blood and our breath. Our life is in the blood and the Spirit of God is in our breath. Out of Jesus' side came blood and water. Jesus said, out of the heart are the issues of life. Satan can reduce our witness for Jesus by polluting our blood and our breath through alcohol and cigarettes. This reduces the oxygen to the brain and to our organs. The heart also represents our commitment. And he can undermine our commitment by bringing one thing, even just one thing, that tempts us to divided service. Our feet are used to go to work to carry the gospel of peace. Satan tempts us to put them up on a hassock and watch a movie or go to places that Jesus would not go. His tool here is self-gratification. And number four was the shield. It could be anything that guards the health and strength of our body. Here we must guard against health-destroying practices, foods, in order to give God undivided service. Our body is a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God. Satan attacks here on our weak point of appetite and lack of exercise. Number five, the helmet is anything that protects our mind, which is the most holy place of our body temple. Christ dwells there by his spirit in our mind and heart. Satan attacks here by distractions, by fear, by wrong thoughts, wrong music, movies, stories, anger, self-defense. By foolishness, remember the Bible says the laughter of fools is as the crackling under a pot. He uses gossip and a plethora of things that do not strengthen our mind for use for Jesus or serve him in his work. God gives us his word to use as a sword to protect from all these temptations and trials. When we read his word, we store it in our mind, our heart will be committed. We will man up and put on our shoes and go to work for Jesus. By caring for others, our mental strength will increase as we depend completely on Christ to do in us the work that we are too frail or blind to do. He has promised to take a blind by a, the blind by a way which they knew not. So, you know, you, there's so many different ways you could go at that. And this is just what I did this morning. And this is not exclusive. It just invites you to think further on it. But our promise today is Romans 7. 24 and 25. Paul, he said, Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So Paul felt like he was trapped in a body of death because of the fallen nature of his body and um, that he had given his heart to Jesus, but he continually had to be delivered from daily temptations and trials. But he said, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes, Jesus will deliver us. Dear Father, according to your word, Lord, thrust out the enemy that is on our track, the track of me and the track of those who are here with me today. Deliver them, Lord, and me, I pray, so that we can live to glorify thee. Now, though now we see through a glass darkly, Lord, 
but then we're going to see you face to face. We will know as we are known. Oh, Lord, help that to be a thing to be desired. Change our fallen desires for a desire to be with you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I invite you to join me again tomorrow morning for a few minutes. We read and contemplate, think things through, think on God's promises, and have prayer together before we begin our day. Be blessed, my brother and sister.